Storm Bowling Products, the bowler's company, presents the Collegiate Spotlight with Coach K. Storm's technical director, Steve Klimkin, also known as Coach K, and Above180.com's Tim Berg are going to introduce you to a variety of collegiate players, coaches, and key people involved in promoting the sport of bowling. Now here's Coach K and Tim Berg. Joining us now in the Storm Collegiate Spotlight is Liz Culkin. Liz is a two-time national champion with the University of Nebraska Cornhuskers. She's also a member of the Hammer staff. Liz finished fifth at the USBC Queens recently held in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Liz, I want to thank you for joining myself and Coach K. Steve Klemkin today. Thank you so much for having me. Well, we thought we would get you on. Uh, you, you graduated from Nebraska May 9th. You went on and had a very right. exciting Queens finish. But first, let's focus on Nebraska. What was probably one of your most memorable moments while bowling for the uh, University of Nebraska? Well, certainly I was fortunate enough while I was there to compete on live television three times for a national championship. And I was also fortunate enough to come away with two national titles out of that um, in 2013 and recently in 2015. It's certainly such a fairy tale ending for me, you know, being a senior this last year and being able to walk away with the title and I'm going to say that's probably one of the most memorable moments I had was just turning around and knowing that I finished my career like that. It's just an unexplainable feeling. That is pretty impressive to go out, you know, and such an impressive finish like that is, that is awesome. And I do remember reading once, too, there was a quote uh, uh, that, that Coach Bill Straub had, and we had him on our show um, not too long ago. Um, and he had actually quoted you as being what he felt um, was undoubtedly the best player in the country. What does it feel like to you to have – um, that kind of um, opinion of your, your game and your uh, talents from a person like Bill Straub? Well, certainly. I mean, being under Coach Straub's umbrella for four years was such an honor. He is just such an intelligent man when it comes to bowling and pretty much anything. I, I could probably, from you guys talking to him, you can tell that he's a very smart guy. And, um, you know, being considered the best player in the country, that's also an incredible honor because there's so many very talented girls collegiate bowling. Collegiate bowling has really expanded even over the four years that I competed. So to have that title and especially from someone like Coach Straub is just it just means that all your hard work pays off. It really feels very refreshing to hear something like that. And Liz, talk about your rev rate because it was always thought and there's kind of this misnomer that the ladies have the little bit lower rev rates and are more the straighter, more direct players, but certainly some are obviously, but also yourself Aaron McCarthy, uh, Verdi Crawley, another lady, and Above180.com contributor. Uh, you guys actually get on the ball quite well. So just talk about that. And I think we almost need to – you always hear the announcers say it on the telecast that you guys are doing. I think that kind of needs to go away because you, you gals are really starting to, starting to hit on the bowling ball. Um, you know, I believe that Nebraska is very influential of how my game is today. So, you know, certainly with the push away and the foul throw and things like that. But when it comes to revolutions, you know, I just think that everybody has their own different releases. I mean, if you look on the Queen show itself, you have myself, you have Aaron McCarthy, you have Liz Johnson, who's, you know, playing a completely different line than any of us are playing. And I think it just has to do with, you know, what, what you learned and what you're good at and what your release is. I think everybody has their own different product when it comes to that was it uh, something relating to like your style of play that led you towards nebraska or or how did you pick nebraska as as your school to go to for college i mean choosing nebraska just seemed i remember watching nebraska when i was 16 years old in 2009 when they were on tv and actually aaron mccarthy was a part of that national championship team ironically but 
just to see them on TV and how they competed and how the coaches interacted with their players, I just really felt some just a feeling come up that I wanted to be a Husker. I mean, my, my personal style at that time, you know, it was nothing like I bowled now. It wasn't really, didn't really have anything to do with my bowling game. It was just how the coaches interacted with each other and how the players interacted with each other that led me to want to be a Husker. Yeah, so let's talk about the Queens. It was your, your first time bowling on TV in that sort of atmosphere, the stepladder format. You had to be a little bit nervous, though, and, and I guess how were you able to keep your composure? And then the match goes to a tie where you, you end up having a roll-off. But how were you able to keep your composure? And it seemed like it was like just another another you know, another know game that you were bowling, another match play sort of game. Right. Well, I'm glad that people saw it that way because I can tell you right now I was extremely, extremely nervous. I mean, I was. I know I've been on live television before, as you said, but it's in a completely different atmosphere. It's on a completely different level. You know, it's on a professional level, and I was very nervous. So I just really tried to have my experience on TV before, you know, lead me into the Queen's live television. I just tried to think to myself, just do it like you always do. Just pretend like it's any other shot. And I, you know, I, I got some heat for this, but I had the gum in my mouth on television, and I really used that as a vice to just kind of keep myself calm. It was kind of my habitual thing. Every time I would throw a shot, I would chew on that gum to keep myself calm. And I know that sounds silly, but it was something I really, it really kept me calm, honestly. And I know I got some heat for that, but I guess that's my rookie thing that I try to do to keep myself calm. Well, I think that, uh, I think that you were uh, uh, able to definitely handle the nerves and handle the spotlight pretty well. Because um, you, you bowled an impressive game and had made some great shots under under pressure, that's for sure. Thank uh, you. Tell us a, a little bit, Liz, about Ryan Schaefer. What kind of an influence uh, did he have on your tournament performance? Maybe you know strategies or uh, different types of you know ways to handle the nerve on TV, for example. He's he's bowled on television so many times. Oh yeah. I mean, that was certainly, I was very, very grateful that Ryan was able to make it out to Green Bay because obviously he was in Oklahoma bowling the summer swing um, in the beginning of the tournament. So I was very grateful that he was even able to fly out there in the first place. Having Ryan there was great because, as you probably know, I, I made an equipment change to um, Ebonite International uh, probably only about a month ago. So having him there really helped me as far as equipment because, he switched in January. You know, he has a lot of knowledge about the equipment. So having him there for that and obviously having him there because he's, he's another person who's extremely intelligent when it comes to bowling and everything else. And He helped me a lot with lane play and equipment. And, of course, he's, he's there as a boyfriend as well as, you know, an emotional support kind of person. And it just really helped having him there and having his experience. That's for sure. He was a big part of my success that week. Yeah, I'm, I'm guessing it probably, like you said, wasn't that much of a coincidence that it all sort of came together between kind of finishing up school and then having that support. And like you said, somebody like Ryan that not only knows so much about equipment and layouts and strategies, but again is, you know, a world-class bowler that has been there before and done that. So, so that had to have, you know, sort of been, you know, everything coming together at the, at the right time for you. That had to, that, that had to really kind of led to that success, right? Oh, definitely, definitely. And everything really meshed together really well. And, and what about, too, if I can ask, just as far as, you know, seeing, for example, you know, you were talking about the changing of equipment, that kind of stuff. Seeing, for example, uh, as the lanes 
maybe transition and change and understanding and knowing. You know, there's a lot of times, for example, you know, maybe the move isn't to switch bowling balls. Maybe the move is to either adjust your speed or adjust your alignment or stuff like that. How do you, is the philosophy the same for you from college now to when you're bowling on, you know, on your own there at the Queens when you're looking at, you know, recognizing changing of lane conditions or changing equipment or when do I switch balls versus trying to change releases or when do I just change alignment, that kind of stuff. Can you kind of dig into that just a little bit? Yeah, definitely. I think that's a great point to bring up because it was something that was a transition for me because bowling at Nebraska, um, Coach Bill Straub and Coach Paul Klumper, they're both, you know, why Nebraska is so successful. They really believe in fundamentals. Um, that's, that's the number one key for them. Uh, so when I was in college, it was more of like what you were saying. It was an alignment change or a speed change or, you know, looking further down the lane or looking closer. It was a lot about that at Nebraska. Ball changes were not as uh, popular for them. And that's not saying anything negative about what they thought about the equipment. It was just kind of how they thought about the game. And, uh, you know, graduating and going off to the Queens and coming back from a shot, obviously, they're not standing there anymore. Um, so it was my thought process was definitely different, you know. I uh, learned a lot about the equipment before I went out to Queens. And um, I kind of, because I was with Nebraska for four years, I still kind of have that um, thought process when it comes to lane play. But... I also believe that equipment is a very important part of bowling, and with how much equipment has progressed throughout the years, I believe it is something you have to be very knowledgeable of as well because it sometimes is the move. But I agree with you that it definitely is sometimes um, a speed change or an alignment change. So I try to mesh both of them together, but it was definitely you know, an adjustment to not you know, be making alignment change and be thinking more about, ball changes and transitions. So, yeah, definitely. It was definitely a transition for me and adjustment. So, Liz, what advice do you have for high school bowlers listening to this podcast right now as far as if they're looking at schools to choose? What are the key things, in your opinion, that they should be looking for? Well, definitely for anybody who's listening to this, I would say always it is always about your academics as well. Really make sure whatever college you're looking at, even if they have the best program in the country, be sure that they have what you're looking for academically. Um, secondly, you know, make sure that the coaching styles match up to your game. You know, every coach is different, you know, ranging from Coach Bill Straub, you know, to John Williamson, to Justin Kostick. You know, everybody has their own coaching style, so you have to make sure that what they have goals for you is matches up with your bowling game because at the end of the day you want to be happy. Um, and thirdly, you know, get to know the girls. If you want to go on a visit, make sure you get to know your, the girls that are there because those are, those are going to be your teammates for the next four years. Um, but most importantly, you just have to do what makes you happy. What's going to make you happy day in and day out because there's going to be a lot of time spent bowling and there's going to be a lot of, you know, blood, sweat, and tears shed. So make sure wherever you visit or wherever you have in mind that you learn most about their program and do what makes you happy. You know, follow your heart. Uh, definitely great advice there. I've got, I've got one more question for you, Liz, too. If, uh, now you have your, uh, you have your degree You've got that. You've got the uh, your first national television show as far as bowling in a singles event. You've got that down now, too. What are your, well, I guess a couple of different things. Tell us a little bit about your, your short-term goals here as far as plans. Uh, are you bowling some of the PWBA events coming up maybe this summer? And then maybe yeah. just some long-term goals as far as bowling versus using your degree or a little bit of both? Or, or what's, what's kind of down the road uh, for you see long-term? 
Yeah, definitely. I mean, for short term, you know, it's kind of figuring out um, how I'm going to be able to uh, participate in the tour stops this summer. You know, unfortunately, um, I live in New York, and that's not a very centralized location, obviously, in a lot of the tour stops mm. or um, in the Midwest or out West. So I have to fly pretty much everywhere. Um, so obviously, financially, that's a lot of money. <laughs> so just trying to, you know, uh, figure out, you know, which uh, tour stops I can go to and which ones I should go to as far as, you know, getting points for the tour championship at the end of the year because that's very important. Um, there are some PBA uh, regionals around here that I'm going to be doing to kind of keep myself fresh as far as that. And um, long-term goals, you know, it's just trying to bowl as much as possible. And, you know, I, I made a decision to become a professional bowler when I graduated college, so I'm just going to try to do my best to, you know, make my game better and get to my potential and work hard every day and just, you know, live the dream, do what I wanted to do. I, I was lucky enough to have the opportunity to become a professional bowler, so I'm just going to do all I can do to make myself as, as good as I can. Well, great stuff, Liz, and we want to wish you the best of luck with everything. Um, you've got a great head on your shoulders and all the best of luck bowling and career-wise and elsewhere. And if there's ever anything myself or Steve can do, please let us know and, and uh, we'll be back in touch. Oh, great. Thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Liz.